Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Chatsunami. Just a heads up before you go into this episode, unfortunately we ran into some technical issues while filming this episode, so the audio this time around might sound a little bit echoey. Without any further ado, hope you enjoy. Welcome to Chatsunami. Hello everybody and welcome to a very special episode where we're celebrating two years of Chatsunami. My name's Satsunami and as you can hear in the background today we are joined once again by a very special guest. Fortunately we are not reviewing Minion memes and neither neither are we reviewing Godzilla was it? (laughs) Godzilla vs King Godira. Yes, I. I how, how do you describe it? It's, you can. It's an experience. It's, it's something that you have to see to believe. But of course, joining me today is none other than my very good friend, Craigie C. Craigie Hello. C, welcome. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me for this very special, special episode. Two years in the making. I know. I can't believe it's been two years already. Two years ago since you and I actually did the first episode together. Really? What, what was it? It was Dungeons and Dragons. So an experience. And parentheses. So and what an episode it was and I've got to say it is very hard listening back to that episode compared to like the newer episodes that we've done together just in terms of like editing and things because as you know and long term listeners will know the first 50 episodes were streamed live on Twitch which I have to say see if you forget to turn off your alerts <laughs> and Twitch, it is it's a bad, bad time. It is not. It's, it's no bueno. I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. It's not great. Yeah, no, it always is. It was an experience. And listening back to them and me making a point or you making a point, and then all of a sudden it's sharply cut while you hear just like this <laughs> follower. <laughs> Yeah, so it has been two years. I cannot believe it. Time flies. Craig, you see, where's the time going? <laughs> this isn't even a rhetorical question. I guess that, that was very accusatory. I don't know where the time's going. <laughs> Give me my time back, Craig. <laughs> That's why I brought you on today. <laughs> this isn't an interview, this is a like, accusation. <laughs> I've got a lamp in the corner of my desk right now. <laughs> if it didn't mess up the audio, I was going to grab Where was it? So, Craig, you see, do you want to tell us what we're going to be doing today to celebrate? such a momentous occasion yeah so instead of um, me holding you hostage and making you do something really terrible such as minion memes we're actually going to be doing something maybe a bit more up your street today I'm going to be sitting down interviewing you kind of flipping the script a wee bit you've been doing a lot of interviews with other streamers uh, other people of interest and I thought you know what it's your turn to sit in the hot seat so oh, I wish I had like a wee jingle <laughs> brilliant um, <laughs> so yeah welcome to Satsunami <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Satsunami I was just going to say if I or anybody using that on YouTube. <laughs> Demonetized. <laughs> I'm going to DMCA that crap. <laughs> for legal reasons, the red panda in the corner saying, yes, <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah, for legal reasons, that's a joke. Sorry, continue. <laughs> I'm going to blast out the Lavender Town theme at the end of this just so you get demonetized on every platform. No! <laughs> what am I oh, yeah, okay. So, so yeah, you're in the hot seat today, so I thought we could interview you. So okay. welcome to the show, welcome to Satsunami, it's presented by Craig EC. Let's just talk about, let's get right into it. As I was just saying, you started your podcast on Twitch about two years ago, but before that you were actually streaming on Twitch. Do you want to just talk about what, how you got into streaming on Twitch and just a bit about that, like just that experience of starting out on Twitch? Well, without pointing any fingers, 
This is an audio podcast. No one can see that. You've come so far, yet you've learned so little. <laughs> tell that to the camera. Oh shit, I forgot to set them up. Never mind. Okay, cut this bit. <laughs> but not seriously, to answer your question, the reason that I actually got into streaming was technically because of you. And that's not an accusation or anything <laughs> or saying, oh god, you got me into it. But the reason I got into it was because, of course, it feels weird saying it now in retrospect. But of course, 2020, as many of you know, and for the future people who don't know, there was of course the massive pandemic, also dubbed the Great Panini of 2020, where <laughs> it just swept right through you know, the world. People can leave their homes. It, it was an awful time. And at the time, I've always been into content creation. As you know as well, I've wrote a book and I've done blogs and things and I wanted to have some kind of creative outlet. So I tried a YouTube channel. I think it was something to do with languages or something. It wasn't the best, to be fair. I was like, I was still kind of finding my feet on it. So I wanted a creative outlet. I came to you to moan about it say, <laughs> what can I do, Craig? Craig is basically my life coach at this point. <laughs> I don't pay. <laughs> that, was, that was what I was doing my next question. Yeah. Isn't it? How much? <laughs> yeah, you've been taking that right. That's <laughs> But yeah, sorry, my um, embezzlement scheme <laughs> of friendship. Yeah, so I came to you and I said, oh, what can I do? And you had suggested Twitch. And I was like, what, that weird website where people go on and there's all the controversies every week. Yeah. And, you know, oh, somebody showed their backside or oh, someone's like embezzled money or scam kids, you know. Because that's all you hear about on Twitch you know, mm. or at the time. It was always the bad sides of Twitch. It was never like, obviously, the good side of Twitch. So I thought, you know what, I'll give it a go. So I tried it on like a computer that one of my friends gave me. It was like one he was kind of getting rid of. It was like a friend of a friend's <laughs> and it ran like games really well. So I thought, oh, it'll be perfect for streaming. It was not. <laughs> it was like the Russian roulette of... <laughs> Oh, oh, it was really bad. It was like the Russian roulette of computers. Like, sometimes I could get a full hour of streaming in. Sometimes I get five minutes. Sometimes I get 25 minutes. I mean, you knew yeah. what it was like. And it was so frustrating that it nearly caused me to give up streaming at the time. And then eventually as the years went on, or rather not the years, but the months went on. I'm getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> but as the months went on, I ended up... I, I was looking at other ways to kind of promote myself to use different kind of outlets because the thing I loved about streaming was more chatting with well, the chat the viewers friends things like that it was like a great experience to you know share with my friends to be able to play like a childhood game and be like oh look this is awesome remember this Sonic game and of course Craig he would be like I don't like this game oh Big the Cat <laughs> Big the Cat amazing but yeah. he's just uh, pointed to the sky just for those black arm man on to the yeah game. exactly <laughs> pray for Big fishing <laughs> rods out for Big anyway. <laughs> But yeah, so that was the case. I ended up around November. In fact, I think it was probably sooner than that, maybe closer to October. I had pitched the idea to you about mm. doing a podcast because that's the thing I prefer doing on streaming rather than the gaming side. Because I'm going to be honest, I'm very much a casual gamer. <laughs> I don't have the skills to be like MLG 420 no scope XXX. <laughs> I'm not that guy. You're not that guy. <laughs> I'm really not. But I love chatting. I 
loved talking to people, getting to know people. So I thought, you know what? A podcast seems like a perfect fit. And I decided to start it up. And then I thought, well, sugar, I have no idea how to start a podcast. <laughs> I don't have any idea. All I had was a name. You know, I had Chat Tsunami. All I had was the name. And that was it. I didn't have anything else. So I came to you, of course. I said, do you want to do a podcast? And you said, yeah, sure, I'll do the first episode with you. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. On We did it actually on a topic that you and I bonded over, which, yep. of course, was Dungeons and Dragons. Because I, in fact, that was probably the first and only like full campaign I think I've ever played of Dungeons and Dragons. And that was amazing. I'm not just saying that because you're sitting there. Yeah, only uh, saying that because I'm sitting here. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I've heard what he says about that campaign when I'm not around. <laughs> oh, yeah, I poop talk all the time. <laughs> I'm like, do you see the way he rolled his dice? Oh, what a hound, Barrison. What, what a D&D noob. I don't even know what a D&D noob, like what the term would be. <laughs> but yeah, so eventually you and I took to Twitch. We did the first episode. You know, it wasn't as popular, I'm going to be honest. The viewership was quite low. And I think the way I ran it on Twitch, maybe I should have been a bit more interactive. But the way I did it is exactly like I'm doing it nowadays. You know, it's just two people talking together about a particular topic and... Yeah, eventually you said, right, okay, I'll do the first episode with you and then you should go find someone else. And eventually, fortunately, I found Adam and thanks to this, I've been able to talk to loads of other people, podcasters, streamers, you know, just all around amazing people. So I hope that will answer, <laughs> answers your question for that. It does. Uh, so you did mention being on the Twitch stream and get to play with friends and stuff and one of the people that you did start playing with over that time was Adam who later obviously became the your podcast compadre for us so just like I'd like to know a bit about I guess that transition from you've done one episode with me you've played games with Adam on Twitch how do you get him into the fold and why I guess like why did you bring him in and what, what's so good about him oh god let me tell you about that guy <laughs> <laughs> no in all seriousness he was probably the godsend to the podcast and although he will never admit it like there's honestly there's two people I think I have to thank for initially getting it off the ground. First of all, there's you, of course, for making me take that first step <laughs> and doing the first episode with me. And the second was Adam, because the second episode, as we said, the first episode we did was Dungeons and Dragons, parentheses and experience. <laughs> and the second episode was to do with a retrospective of the Halo franchise. And I remember coming to Adam and saying, oh, do you want to do an episode on Halo? Because I knew he was like a big fan. We had streamed a lot of games together under Twitch and I was like oh do you want to do a podcast episode it's like oh yeah sure and of course we did it it is one of those episodes I think we both agree we're like oh we don't like listening back to it <laughs> because it's one of our first ones there's some where I listen back to the older ones and I'm like the editing wasn't as crisp and yeah. there's some it's the same with any other content creation but after that I was sitting there and I thought that was a really good episode and I felt as if Adam and I really clicked about yeah. like you and I when we do episodes we really like clicked and we had a lot to say and we bounced off each other really well and then after the episode I sat there and I thought well shit <laughs> like where do I go from here I've got nobody because the idea was initially I was just going to go around all my friends like, do you want to be in an episode do you want to be in an episode and then it was actually Adam who reached out and he was like do you want me to come on another episode or oh, do you want someone else to co-host with you it was like sorry if I'm being pushy and everything and 
imagine the mental image obviously was you know June in 2020 so I couldn't do this physically but it was the mental equivalent of me like on my knees like thank you thank you just <laughs> crying like thank you so much although Adam I think he said this either in the last anniversary episode or the last milestone episode but he has said things like oh that's not me you do all the editing you do all the promotion and things like that and that may be the case for you know the kind of manual side of it but without him supporting and everything I don't think Chat Tsunami would have gone on for two years if it wasn't for him coming in and saying oh I want to do this so honestly like if he's listening right now you better take this to heart <laughs> this is an emotional threat you better take this to heart <laughs> but in all seriousness no it was an absolutely fantastic time being able to share these experiences to research them because we've gone through quite a lot of deep topics mm. like initially it began quite light-hearted you know we had episodes on horror games on bad movies like Bone Alone and Silent Night Deadly Night I always forget that one <laughs> I feel as if I'm <laughs> repressing it and then we did I think top five Christmas films we've done a whole spectrum and initially it was kind of like light-hearted upbeat and then of course we went into more serious topics and especially like indie games like mm. we talked about Kind Words which was a big one talking about mental health and things of course we talked about What Remains of Edith Finch Papers Please you know those kind of games later on especially season two I felt as if season two although season one had its like really like great episodes I felt as if season two was really when Chatsunami hit its strides that's when I found out about Zengaster and mm. things that's when I started using Audacity more to edit it was just when I got a lot more experience so yeah no he is the glue I would say he is definitely the glue of the podcast or sorry one of the brands of glue <laughs> an off-brand glue <laughs> as you mentioned finishing season one this other, that's something else I do want to chat about so you're getting to the end of your time on Twitch and then you took it off Twitch and did it I guess privately over Zoom it would have been at the time or whatever, whatever you two were using but I'd like to know just a bit about what was the reason for coming off Twitch and taking us offline and what was the sort of advantages and disadvantages of that what made you make that decision and obviously you don't regret it because you would have gone back but I'd like to know just a bit about that transfer it began with a cancel hashtag <laughs> <laughs> Before we talk here, I just feel like yeah. apologize. <laughs> 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 I don't want to make this podcast. I don't want to make this into a podcast episode. <laughs> this is what it is. It's a thinly veiled apology. <laughs> Just going back to something you said when you said, oh, I assume it was Zoom. No, no, it was even worse. It was through like a Discord oh, call. Oh, so it was. Which was even worse because although Discord is great for, you know, chatting to your friends and things, it is terrible to record because yeah. you'll be on the call and everything and sometimes it either drops out or it drops low. That was a pain to try and edit around and you'll probably hear it in some of the older episodes where you're just like no I can't remember what film it is if it's Interstellar or something there's like a clip where it's a guy seeing himself in the past and he's banging the door going no 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 it's like me thinking back going no don't use Discord there's so many better options and yeah you know, of course I, I had no idea but in fact I'll give you a laugh even further after we took it off Twitch I still use Discord mm. but was recording it through stream Labs. Don't do it because you get a file that's like two point something gigabytes or even more. And if it crashes, you know, you've lost the whole thing. Fortunately, it didn't happen to me. That was oh, it was a nightmare to begin with. But don't don't do it like that. There's Zencaster, there's Riverside, there's Zoom. Anything just don't use Discord and OBS, Streamlabs, Twitch Studio, whatever you want to record, just 
don't don't make my mistakes. But <laughs> to answer your question about why we took off Twitch, it almost felt like a kind of natural end, to be honest, because by the time we reached 50 episodes, Adam and I used to do it every Wednesday, I think it was. We used to stream like the episode mm. live at about 7 or 8 o'clock at night because you came on for a couple, didn't you? Yep. It, it, don't get me wrong, it was like it was fun to do and it was fun to have a kind of schedule. But then, of course, Adam came to me and was like, well, I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to do this kind of going on because you know how it is like with life and things yep. coming and you know there's stuff that pops up and it was the same for me because as the world started opening up a bit more you know it was harder to kind of stream because I used to stream on a Monday Wednesday and Friday which is something that I can't really do now because I've got the podcast I've got writing to yep. do you know I've got promotional stuff I've got editing it's a bit too hectic and don't get me wrong like I would love to go back to streaming one day but compared to what I'm doing just now I kind of prefer it but also I felt as if it was a lot better recording it off air Mm. because it meant that if we had to like look up something we could just pause the recording or if we had to retake a line which is obviously we're doing it live so we can't we're not live <laughs> but we're doing it in person so we can't we go back and be like oh sorry sorry but yeah that's why we kind of took it off and it actually worked out a lot better because don't get me wrong I did off stream episodes like I did ones with other streamers like Blowfishman TV we did a whole retrospective on Jojo's adventure I did some with Andrew also known as Greenshield 95 we did some on the Star Wars Clone Wars series and did we do some like off I feel like we did and I just want to just throw something at you so just there's definitely a different vibe since you've taken off Twitch I feel like there's definitely it's a lot more relaxed you do have that time to mess up to forget stuff to not have to worry about people coming into chat and stuff I I think there is a definitely it definitely feels a lot more relaxed that's probably the vibe I think you wanted more as well Oh, absolutely. Because it is quite stressful when you're doing things on Twitch like that, where you have to not only... When you're on Twitch, everybody thinks you stick on your camera, you stick on a game or whatever you're doing, and you just do your thing, which is what should happen in theory. But what you've also got to look out for is things like the chat. Are they happy? Are they being entertained? I know you shouldn't really care about the viewer count, but it's hard not to look when you're talking about something, and it spikes to like 10, and then to seconds later it goes down to three and you're like did I say something to offend people? Did people not like it? And as well with, and I'm going to take a jab at Twitch here but the whole thing about adverts and things is just infuriating like I've been in so many channels where I'm just sitting there and I think this was brought in probably in 2021 where they have like mid-roll ads and you can't disable them even if it's awful. Yeah, it's like really difficult to watch someone now and that actually happened to me in one stream where someone was like oh let me answer your question you see and then all of a sudden yeah the the advert cut over it and then it came back it's like I hope that answered your question it's like I (laughs) did not hear anything so I feel as if now podcasting is not a good place or rather it's not a good fit for Twitch anymore if I was ever to do a live one again I would do it over on YouTube I don't think they've got ads like mid-roll or anything but I would rather take it to somewhere like YouTube 
in Twitch. I would never, ever stream the episodes again on Twitch. Again, going back to your point of feeling relaxed, that is that idea of when you're on Twitch, you have to be very interactive, if that makes sense. You have to include the chat, you have to do this and that. And I never felt comfortable doing that. Not because I'm a man-child being like, no, my podcast. (laughs) But a lot of people would say, you know, they would say, oh, I think that's about the topic. And it's like, the whole point of the podcast was for me and whoever was on to talk about they wanted to talk about a particular topic like I think one of the best examples is when I started doing a thing called Streamer Spotlight so that was when I was interviewing other Twitch streamers like Captain Heart as I said Blowfish Man TV uh, Kitty Katie Faith Glitter Kitty I could also I could listen forever <laughs> but for some of the particular ones there were moments where a lot of them would be talking about either mental health issues they would be talking about you know how they felt as streamers as content creators and they just it didn't feel right to cut across them you know like if they're talking about you know mental health and they're spilling their guts about something very personal I'm not going to cut across and go listen I I know you're talking about your mental health here but we got 50 bits (laughs) you know it just didn't feel right so that's why I think that's probably what solidified my reasoning behind not including the chat not out of badness we would do it at the very end but yeah no, I, totally, I totally agree with that and, uh, one of the things I wanted to say as well on that is like you'll leave a comment on Twitch and you think you're in time with them but you actually might have been buffered and you might be two yeah. minutes three minutes five minutes behind or whatever and so by the time the person reads the comment they've moved on I think yeah. that's difficult as well as, a, as a, someone who's doing a podcast you don't want to be like oh yeah let's talk about that thing we were talking about five minutes ago yeah. and look back so yeah there's all, there's all sorts of things yeah, but you're moving on to that so you were talking about season two you feel like you really found your groove during that time just tell me a bit about that like what what changed obviously you took it offline but what was tooling that changed and how's it made your life easier well I feel as if once we hit season two there was kind of a transitional period I'm not gonna lie like for the first couple of episodes that's when I was still using discord and streamlabs to record it offline because I had no idea because I went to twitter and I was like how the hell do I record you know (laughs) online without it being you know zoom or anything and then of course someone said oh why don't you try Zencaster which I know they'll probably be listening so if they are love you guys because they keep <laughs> replying to me on Twitter and uh, it sounds like weird sucking up to a company but I'm just like they are so nice <laughs> for a company they are so nice but it's been actually a pleasure using Zencaster and this isn't a plug or anything because I know there's obviously alternatives <laughs> like the only one I know off the top of my head is Riverside FM I don't know any others but I've never used it so I can't you know yeah. I can't speak to it but at the same time that was revolutionary Mm. see once I discovered that the fact you could record with two separate audio tracks so if I fell off my chair halfway through (laughs) you know someone else could just keep continuing and I could edit out it was just it was so good that you could do that and as well I got to terms with audacity I'm still learning don't get me wrong but at the same time it was like before I was kind of combining it with the video like a video editor I used to use because I don't know why I didn't use Audacity to begin with but my reasoning was that I could just edit it on it was like this really free horrible video maker thing <laughs> and my reason was once I edited it and I was just editing out you know the kind of middle gasps and things at least then I could you know export it as both an episode like both an mp3 and a mp4 file so I could just export the entire thing yep. to another winner which now I've realised is a thing called headliner which yeah. automatically 
basically exports it to YouTube for you. Another name drop. Absolutely fantastic app. Yeah, it definitely felt as if season two was when we kind of hit our stride, when we were a bit more confident in ourselves because there's something that I've actually noticed listening back to the old episodes and I feel as if I was a lot more shy when I was doing it. So, you know, you've heard the intro. you going, hello everybody and welcome to Chatsunami and everything. But when I listened to the old episodes, I never realised how meek I sounded. <laughs> I, I, so it's like hello everybody and um, welcome to welcome to my uh, class presentation I mean welcome <laughs> to Chatsunami you know it, it wasn't the same vibe as what it is now and it does feel good yeah that we can do that yeah you brought up something that I actually wanted to maybe ask you later I'll ask you just now because we, we chatted about it so we go way 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 back we've probably been friends longer than we, most people probably should be friends if I'm being totally honest <laughs> <laughs> Too long, many people would say. And I'm still getting that life advice. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't mind me asking this and this might get cut, so we'll find <laughs> But you, for school and for, for uh, uni and stuff, you definitely weren't the most confident person. And definitely, you know, public speaking has never been your forte. This interview is over. I'm more just in the kindest way. No, but neither of us are particularly good yeah, public speakers. How do you feel this has affected your self-confidence in terms of, like you said, you went from your first episode quite shy, and I think it's the same on Twitch, that so you can definitely feel, when you're streaming, you can definitely feel the vibe change as well as you went along. And I'd like just to know a bit about how your self-confidence has been affected by this, and how, yeah, just how you went from someone who probably would never say a sentence in public, to what you do now where you're, you're being heard around the world well first of all thank you for saying that people around the world are listening they are I mean, I mean it, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean there's tons of them around the world just yeah. <laughs> there's a small country. book club yeah. <laughs> a chat's a navy book club hashtag please start <laughs> no you're completely right though when I was in primary school especially I had a very difficult time expressing myself opening up and of course even my parents were looking like oh Jesus he can't speak <laughs> but you know, I started getting a little bit better, but when I say better, it's like taking it inch by inch over the years. Because even like nowadays, don't get me wrong, I still get anxiety of trying to speak in front of strangers, trying to present myself. Like there's been moments even in my work where, you know, I've had to go in meetings, I've had to do icebreakers yeah, and things. Oh, and yeah. Icebreakers, I hate whoever invented them. I'm sure there's a special place in hell for them. But... <laughs> a cold place in hell, many <laughs> would say. Break them. <laughs> but yeah, my hatred of him. <laughs> Icebreakers aside, <laughs> I really find it difficult to open up to like new people and things mm. because I never know how they're going to react. Even when I'm promoting the podcast, it's like I could be talking to someone and they seem like the nicest person ever. And then once we start talking even more, I'm like, wow, this guy's a bit of a crap. <laughs> like that was especially the case. I brought this up before in episodes, but there was one guy in particular, I think you might remember him. But Mm. without naming any names when I was streaming and I think I'd got to a milestone and there was one particular guy who he kind of popped up and he was like oh congratulations and we started talking I was like oh do you want to join my discord server you know that old point (laughs) and he was like yeah yeah sure and long story short he just started using it as a way to promote himself which is all fine and good because there was all the channels there except he didn't use the channels he just promoted himself everywhere else he kept getting told off for it and I went to one of his streams and I'm going to be honest it wasn't the best <laughs> and I'm not saying that to be cruel I'm saying that genuinely because he was just such 
I don't know, just one of those personalities that you don't yeah. click with. And I thought, you know what, if this does it for other people, that's like not for me. But when I started Twitch streaming, I was, and you'll probably remember, Craig, I was terrified. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I actually wanted to mention yeah, this real quick, but I don't think you actually mentioned this when you were talking about the Twitch uh-huh. stream, but you, we'd actually spoke about this before COVID, we which had, is what's funny, yeah. because obviously the Twitch has a huge boom during COVID, but it was funny because we actually spoke about it beforehand, and it wasn't until COVID hit the two of us like, oh, we can actually do this now. But yeah. um, sorry, as you were, so when you first started. Because funny enough, it is because of you, like, obviously because we were talking, but yeah. I think the final nail in the <laughs> Twitch coffin, as it were, <laughs> was because you started streaming and I saw that it could be done, you know? Yeah. Like, it sounds something to say to me, like, if he can do it, I can do it! <laughs> you know, like, Rocky Four moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was true, though. I was like, well... If Craig can do it, then oh, what's stopping me from trying it? And of course, I ran into all the technical issues. Mm. And one of the other things as well, as I said, I have tried other YouTube channels. Good luck trying to find them. <laughs> but I have tried. And one of the things that I absolutely detest is my own voice. Mm. Like, I absolutely, oh, I hate my voice. I genuinely, like, do not appreciate it whatsoever. <laughs> it is the worst part of it being a podcast oh, and editing yeah. and having to listen back to your own voice for so long. See, now, after two years, I am perfectly fine with my voice, I think. I am fine with it. I can listen to it. I can edit with it. But back then, it was a real struggle. Because mm. going back to what you were saying, because I want to be, like, transparent about this. I don't want to pretend that, you know, like, not that it's a famous podcast, but I don't want to pretend all everything's been rosy. And, yeah, you know, yeah. like Because there have been moments where you do sit there and you think, is it me? Is it my personality? Because a lot of people out there are very large and bombastic when they come to their presentation, both on Twitch, both on podcasts, as we've talked about before even off recording you have like a lot of podcasters who just say something controversial people go oh it's terrible and then of course they get millions of views because of the way they present themselves obviously I don't want to do that because well hey I'm not a prat <laughs> as well you know that's just not who I am as you said you're completely right when I was growing up in school and even university university I started to get a mm. wee bit better but it's a hit or a miss essentially but especially in university I was kind of getting my stride back but of course you know what life's like when 100%. you get the good times you get the bad times you get times that really knock you in your backside and you really struggle getting back up from them and obviously it's like thanks to friends and family that you're able to do that you're able to present yourself and you always think to yourself that you're always a lot more confident than you actually are <laughs> because to be honest there's been times where I've done like a stream or I've done something and I've been like oh I'm so confident that went really well and again you listen back to the audio and you go hello there my name is <laughs> I'm like oh sweet Jesus <laughs> I always remember as I said I ran it was like a language learning YouTube channel yep. and oh god like I wrote scripts for it and this is why I hate scripts and like using them because I just felt so robotic when yeah. I was reading them out because when, when you're doing something like this you get to add a lot of you get to use your own emotions if that makes sense whereas if you're reading out a script it makes it sound as if it's just you can tell I think it's one of the greatest skills of like certain YouTubers and stuff who, uh-huh. who read from scripts and they're, they're oh. able to inject their own personality I could never write a script and inject my own personality I think it's something that's a, such a specific skill oh yeah well, well being able to do the podcast I think you're totally, you've got a different set of skills 
games, oh, yeah. being able to inject your personality into these things is totally different. It's a different yeah. whole different ball game. Because I mean, that's why I love doing the podcast with friends and things, mm. especially unscripted. Because I'll have like a kind of general outline about what we're going to talk about in topics, but I never really say, "Oh, I'm going to write out what we're going to say word for word," yeah, yeah, yeah. because it would ju- it would just sound so stilted. It wouldn't sound great. It has been a journey. I will say, it, I think it has benefited me in the long run. It has been an interesting journey, I have to say. It's definitely, I've, I'm still, don't get me wrong, I'm still shy. I still have moments where I'm like, Jesus, I can't answer the phone to that stranger. Or I can't. It's like, it's tattoo to your work. It's like, I can't do it. But, you know, <laughs> that makes you more of yeah. <laughs> But it is, it's like things where you just, you worry, you kind of panic and things. And all I'll say is to anyone else that's feeling that way, if you're listening to this, that is perfectly okay. And this is something that actually, funny enough, our old history teacher used to say to us that Rome, obviously it's a famous phrase, but mm. he always used to tell us things like Rome wasn't built in a day and things. Yep. And as cliche as that sounds, it's entirely prevalent, even thousands of years <laughs> on, but <laughs> it's entirely relatable because although you might think now, oh, I'm not getting the views, I'm not getting the numbers, oh, it's because I'm so shy, I can't network, I can't put myself out there. Networking's been a hard thing, I have mm, to say. 100%. Because there's a way to network. There's one way you can just spam all your stuff out. You can just throw everything at the wall and think, oh, I hope someone likes <laughs> this. But then there's the flip side to that where it's like, you come across as being quite pushy or one of the worst ones for me when I was Twitch streaming was I always tried to go into other people's streams and that was actually one of the better things like actually interacting whether you're a streamer a podcaster I thought that was really good and like getting to know the person that's how I managed to make so many friends through Twitch and through podcasting because the amount of people who have messaged me directly and been like oh come check out my um, you know my stream or my podcast podcast is like sent from bot like, <laughs> yeah yeah copy paste was yeah, yeah you're like this isn't this isn't the way I think that's important like to make a good first impression on these things like you, you oh, do yeah. you only get one chance to be your first impression but yeah you mentioned in something we met through trips and stuff and I'd like to ask a question about that I'd like to ask just of all the guests and various people and obviously me but well, yeah. um, <laughs> what's just been some of your favourite episodes let's just take a wee bit of time to look back on that what's been some of the best episodes in your mind oh there's so many. <laughs> just so, I mean, as of this episode, there is about a hundred and hundred and ten episodes, I think. Maybe even more. I, I could be totally off. Maths was never my strong suit. Because technically, there is more episodes if you include like the shorts, yep. like the ten, the five, ten minute episodes, or just like the bonus content, which, as you might have seen on the website and everything, yeah, this is probably quite recent to this episode. But after that, I really enjoyed the King of episode mm. where we not only we talked about the film but we did its own episode but we also did our own commentary track together where we went through the film we absolutely it was just a blast just watching the film laughing at it just enjoying it it was just like when I used to go to your house and yep. we would just watch bad films together and just riff on it it was just such a blast to do there's been quite a few episodes I have been listening to recently like if I'm flashing back to season one I did like the Pokemon 
Mania one they did. That was fun, yeah. That was good, like reminiscing. There was Deadly Premonition. <laughs> that was a fun one. Even so much so that the creator of the game liked the tweet. I doubt he's listened to the episode, to be honest, but yeah, never if, know. He, if he has, you know, shout out to Sweaty65. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there's just so many. I have to admit, though, there have been other ones that kind of delve into more of a serious side. For example, as I was saying, when we talked about kind of words, where that's a game that heavily depends upon people putting themselves out there, making themselves very vulnerable. You know, it was interesting to talk about it from that perspective. And that's what I love about the podcast. It's the fact that every episode doesn't have to be like a joke or, haha, funny meme. Funny meme, Adam. <laughs> there was also the To The Moon episode, What Remains of Edith Finch, as I said. We got into some very deep themes with those, and especially even with Call of Duty. We mm. talked about World War II games, and of course we had to talk about the atrocities of said war. So it was really interesting to discuss that kind of thing. To be able to do it in a way that didn't seem forced. You know, I wasn't just saying, hello, welcome to Chatsunami. Today we're going to be talking about war crimes. And, you know, like it kind of naturally came into the conversation. The other ones I can think of off the top of my head, the Beyblade episode, <laughs> um, that, was that was amazing. There's honestly just so many, but going back to like, see the interviews themselves, I'm not going to pick one out in particular. because <laughs> Everyone else trash. trash. This one's great. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Trash, trash, great, 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 trash, trash, great. Please don't count. <laughs> we, please don't I've, count. I've got your yeah, yeah, episode list open right now. I'm going to have a look who's trash. <laughs> it's like, trash, trash, great, great. <laughs> Good guy. That's exactly what it's like. An old uh, Scottish reference. Let's talk about the the streamer spotlights then. For the streamer spotlights themselves, I have to admit, they're one of my favourite types of episodes to do. Purely because when I began them, I didn't know really what to expect. So going back to... Blowfishman TV is going to be loving this because I keep shouting them out. But he was actually the, not only was he like the first streamer to come on to that, but he was also like the first to do the collaborations with like the JoJo series and yep. things like that. And what I love about them is initially I thought I had to be quite rigid and say, oh, we've got to talk about Twitch, we're going to talk about this and that. Oh, tell me about yourself, that kind of thing. But the more episodes I did, the more I realised that if I just let the conversation flow, then it would be a hell of a lot better. And I have to admit, some of the best episodes have been when I just let the interviewees, as it were, just go off. Not go off <laughs> and run this wrong. <laughs> just to be able to express themselves. Because, and I'm, again, I'm not going to single out any particular one, but if you go to listen to them, there's a lot of really interesting ones where they've been very comfortable to open themselves up mm. quite a lot. You know, whether it's mental health issues, whether it's being a woman on streaming, or the kind of hardships that content creators face, whether there was one particular one which I thought was quite interesting where it was, I think it was a Naf Gaines episode where he discussed kind of evolving and transitioning through yep. this content creation journey, like he didn't want to be solely fixated on like just Twitch streaming and that was going to be his whole personality forever but in the moment he wanted to do this and he wanted to present himself the best he could and I thought that was such an interesting way to promote himself and everything it's just it's been amazing to get to know these streamers yeah. to be able to let them open themselves 
up because there was one particular one and this one was a bit hard-hitting where one streamer had said that they got into streaming because one of their friends unfortunately passed away and you know they wanted to kind of stream and spread happiness and joy yeah. and you know it, it was just it was something that was very touching and it really got me and again I'm not saying like it was his fault not mine but <laughs> I didn't want to push streamers if that makes sense I don't want to push yeah. them and be like so tell me about your tragic backstory and things like totally. that I don't want them to feel as if like I'm pushing them for that kind of thing I want people who come on the show to be able to open up to be not transparent that's the wrong word but to be themselves yeah, yeah they, they, if they want to share and they want people to kind of relate and know that they're not alone out there because that is like god I, I was going to treat 2020 like a podcast episode that was one <laughs> of the themes of it the 2020 years <laughs> where everyone was like so isolated everyone was so alone it was it was a horrible time for a lot of people the fact now that it's never been easier if that makes sense to start podcasts to be able to interact with people from all over the world maybe going through similar situations that's actually brought me on to another topic I'd quite just like to kind of throw at you and it was so at the end of COVID you know end of 2020 because in 2021 the world opens back up you were talking about season 2 you know you were struggling a wee bit to schedule on Twitch and as the world changes again and a lot of podcasts and Twitch just disappear at this point especially leading into like mid 2021 a lot of people just started them for something to do so I'd like to know just a bit about like what's been your longevity how, how have you managed to keep it going this is now 2022 this is two years I was on the first anniversary episode I was on the first episode we're sitting here again how have you done it let's talk about it that's a secret moving on to this <laughs> a secret recipe I'm not going to lie it is very difficult I'm, I'm, I'm not yep. going to sugarcoat sorry that sounds very aggressive I'm not going to sugarcoat it it's very very difficult it is difficult though because I actually I was I think I was talking to like a couple of other streamers that I'd met on Twitch at the time and we were discussing that about how there's so many people just that you knew you got to know over the like the pandemic and everything and then all of a sudden they're gone like no goodbyes no ceremony <laughs> just and it's quite like a not a scary thought but it's just kind of a bittersweet moment like on the one hand you know that they've moved on you know they're living their lives they're doing everything they couldn't in 2020 and half of 2021 but at the same time though it is just sad to see people disappear and then as soon as they start disappearing your numbers as you were mentioning there your numbers start to slowly dwindle because everybody's going out they're not yep. sitting watching twitch and I'm not going to said my numbers were like amazing during the pandemic I think the best I ever got and that was when you and I funny enough did that um, <laughs> Fall Guy stream and we got oh. like, like high 30s I think I was like yes <laughs> what a stream that was to be oh honest. that was an amazing stream <laughs> was that the one we talked about the Go Compare guy <laughs> uh, Paul bro, oh, man. I'm not going to narrow this yeah. there was a lot of stuff that should stay on that stream <laughs> <laughs> find out next week on that one that is difficult when you see everybody leaving your numbers dropping and you kind of think is this what I want to do and that's partly as well what I thought was better about kind of pre-recording these episodes as opposed to doing them live on Twitch because if you do them live on Twitch and there's something that you actually brought up which was a brilliant point like years and years ago where you said if people are watching the episode on Twitch then they're less likely to go check it out again when you re-release it I did notice that that all of the season 1 episodes had lower numbers even if there was people coming in to check it out there wasn't as many people coming in obviously that's why because we've already heard this episode yep. it's like um, Back to the Future hey I know this one <laughs> it's quite hard in that way but if I'm honest it's probably and this is like such a Yu-Gi-Oh moment but 
It was like the whole thing about friendship and friends and other content creators who were still going as well, keeping you going through it. Yep. Because there's nothing worse than feeling as if you're alone in a problem. Mm. You know, to feel as if you're isolated, you can't go on because, you know, you're not getting the numbers, you're not getting the attention that you think you deserve in it. Don't get me wrong, they've been fairly successful, but there's some times where I've done like a particular themed month. You know, like for example, we did the Halo month, we did yep. the Sonic month, we did the Terminator month, three like excellent months. And definitely more to come. Cough Godzilla. Yes. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, when you get episodes that maybe don't do as well as the other, you think, well, what went wrong there? And sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's just, oh, I don't like Sonic, or oh, I don't like yep. Halo, or Terminator, God forbid you poor soul. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I don't like X, Y, and Z. It's like, right, okay, that's fine. Because that is one of the other, I don't want to say bad things about Chat Tsunami, but it's the fact that even when I was streaming, I've always prided myself in being a variety streamer yep. or a variety podcast. I want to talk about things that I'm interested in or things that I'm, you know, that I think would be a fun topic, things I think would be really interesting to research. I don't want to be sitting here doing the same topic day in, day out, because you get burned out. Oh, you don't get it wrong, you cultivate a larger following that way. But if you want to go away and do something else, it's a bit like Mega Man. <laughs> Spoilers for Megamind. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Right. Megamind spoilers. spoilers. I know. But it's like, you know, the big twist in that was like, I want to be a musician. He's like, what? No, you're a superhero. It's like, no, I want to be a musician. He's terrible at it. But that's the thing though. It's like, if you want to do something else, it's the same with Twitch. If you want to do like another game and people are like, oh, I always subscribe because you play COD or Sonic yep. or whatever, then you don't get the freedom. Whereas if you start off like that to say, look, I'm just going to talk about what I want. <laughs> okay. If you want to join us, on this journey please feel free you're more than welcome but if not that's also perfectly fine yep. so yeah definitely if you're feeling like that that you you want to kind of quit and say oh I don't want to do this anymore talk to other content creators all I'll say is when you're putting out tweets like be very honest about how you're feeling about it don't put out like a vague tweet saying feeling bad and then you'll get mm. lots of what's wrong DM me hun <laughs> like genuinely feel free to be open because although obviously you know you get people who are a bit arsey but at the same time you'll get people out there who are genuinely going through the same struggle as you are obviously you know mileage may vary but Mm -hmm. at the same time at least if you put yourself out there you are going to get people who go oh I'm feeling exactly the same way because I thought that about streaming right enough I thought oh I can't do streaming I can't do podcasting and then obviously it's and far between but when I get people who say oh I really enjoyed your podcast that's and that oh I really enjoyed your episode on this I really enjoyed that it makes me feel happy because I think well, someone out there is listening to it. Someone really enjoyed that episode. And it's nice to feel that your work isn't... Yeah, it's not falling on deaf ears. It's been a bit of positivity as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. How many people go out of their way to make people feel bad? And you can do a little bit of, a little bit of good every day. You know, it's nice. It's a nice thought. have done the subject of the different variety. You've done, you've done all sorts of stuff. We've had the streamer content. You've done anime movies we did the watch along recently we're going into year three two and a half you're you're next Um, (laughs) the next um, generation the next generation Tatsunami GX did you say GX or GEX GX I think Uh, Um, is that not the Yu-Gi-Oh oh yeah yeah. the school yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking (laughs) (laughs) like you see drop in a Yu-Gi-Oh Oh wait, no, I did it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't go on me. Um, you get the Egyptian god card pass. <laughs> so if you should exodia the question card. Wait, what am I talking about? Oh yeah, right, so <laughs> moving on to you three. 
Mm-hmm. What's next? What's something you want to do? What are the things, the new challenges ahead? Yeah, what's happened? What are you doing? Would you believe me if I said I was very disorganised? I would. <laughs> I would be astounded. You would be shocked and or <laughs> There was a lot that I've actually planned, you know, that I've said, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. But the unfortunate thing is, because obviously life is very unpredictable, you can't really factor in certain things. Mm. Like if I want to plan something with, another podcast or for example if I wanted to do like a full episode with you and then all of a sudden it's like oh yeah I can do that it's like well why the hell (laughs) it's like oh because I have a line it's like oh (laughs) but you know like it's kind of factoring in the contingency plans as it were but I mean there are a couple of things you know there are a couple of particular games that I want to cover like for example Spec Ops The Line I want to get into a lot more serious topics not overly so Mm. I want to try a hand at looking into more... Again, I don't want to be, like, gritty and grimdark. No. <laughs> but because the thing is with that is that, obviously, you know, Chats and Army is, like, a very light-hearted podcast, but it is good every so often to have, like, an analytical video, a yep. video that you think, oh, I'm going to deep dive into this particular topic. One of the other things I want to do is I want to do a lot more interviews. So, as we've talked about, I did a lot of Streamer Spotlight episodes, so I want to kind of get into that with podcasters. Now, I want to probably it'll just be under the same umbrella. Maybe not as Streamer Spotlight. Yeah. Maybe more as like Podcaster Pondering. That would be joking. But yeah, it'll just be more straight interviews where I chat to people and everything. By the time this episode comes out, I'm also taking part in a Scottish collaboration with other podcasters. So that is running from December 5th to the 11th of this year, 2022, for many future listeners. <laughs> So that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting to get to know more Scottish podcasters because I have like recently, and I'm like, Jesus, there's so many. I was going to say it's funny because you don't think about podcasts in terms of your local sphere. You think of them as very global, and you think of like other, and you've, in your instance, other variety podcasts is what you think about. But actually, there's a, there's a whole community there of actually quite local people. Does you know, Glasgow's got tons of podcasts, but we don't ever think about that sphere. Absolutely, it was really shocking when I saw like, oh, we are based. Then Glasgow, Dumbarton, yep. Dundee, Edinburgh, you know, all of these podcasts that just popped out of nowhere. I'm like, where have they been? Because <laughs> all the podcasts that I've been interacting, don't get me wrong, there's been a couple down south in England. Mm that I've collaborated with like Review It Yourself there's also there's loads of others like um, Casting Views they're great as well there's honestly just so many out there that you listen to and you think this is really good because the amount of uh, streamers as much as I honestly love them there has been a lot where I've had to factor in like time difference and things yeah, so that, that's that's been absolutely horrific where as I said I've interviewed uh, Glitter Kitty One who is a amazing Australian streamer slash musician but at the same time as I said she lives in Australia so yep. like getting those times to line up at a reasonable time for both of us is, was very difficult um, I've also had people from the Philippines um, America Canada it's been quite tricky so as soon as you get someone who is from the UK or something yeah. you're like oh thank god a time zone <laughs> that's not like 20 hours 
hours ahead on the slate. See if there's any New Zealanders that are there. I'm like, I want to come on Johnson Avenue. It's like, please do the math. A <laughs> poor brain can't take it. I'm like, oh, are you sure we're going to do that? It's like, yeah, I'm dreading the day I'm going to get like a text and be like, where are you? And it's like, oh, the recording's not for another hour. It's like, that was two hours ago. Like, oh, oh no. The one kind of final thing, kind of slightly off chat tsunami. And this kind of links back to what you were saying about getting confidence and things. As I said before, I was really into creative writing and everything. And in 2014, I decided to publish a book called Canvas. And, you know, not going into too many details, <laughs> but... Save for the pod. Yeah. Long story short, I published it. And because I didn't know a lot about, you know, marketing myself on Twitter and all these other places, you know. So it's a totally different time when you oh, publish it in terms of social media. Oh, absolutely. It was, it was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whereas now that I've put myself out there, because back then I was trying to be myself, but myself in 2014 isn't the same person as it is in 2022. No. If that makes sense. Totally. It's one of those things you just kind of think. Like, I was reading through past tweets and I was like, what a dork. <laughs> what a nerd. But, you know, you look at that and you think compared to back then, it's something completely different. So doing the podcast gave me the confidence to work on not only the book again, to re-release it on Amazon, yep. which I think by this point, the ebook should definitely be out. And because of formatting issues, which I won't rant about too much, the paperback <laughs> is probably on its way. It's probably just going to be unceremoniously just dropped like that. Like, right. here you go. This is the paperback. Don't ask me any more questions. But <laughs> <laughs> Satsu, why is... <laughs> Remember the old pirate ad? Why is the text so blurry? <laughs> <laughs> because they wouldn't print them right. <laughs> God damn it. Of course, that inspired me to kind of jump out of my comfort zone and actually release it as an audiobook. So I'm doing it chapter by chapter because I'm not sitting down recording like 12 hours of this book because the book's like 370 odd pages. That's a chunky boy. I had a lot of time. (laughs) It's chunky. But at the same time, doing the podcast and doing the streaming has given me confidence to give it a go and try it. And of course, by the time this is out, the first episode will be released both on the Chats and Army podcast and on a new podcast. Well, I say podcast, audiobook podcast, yeah, channel. yeah, called The Writer's Canvas. So yeah, no, that's going to be the kind of main side project. Like it's not going to cut any time away from Chats and Army because it is very personal and it's just me recording it and it's me debating about whether or not I should be doing funny voices and then you listen back to it and you go, ha, I I should not do funny voices. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's accent was the wrong choice for the super series kind of 5,000 lines. <laughs> I'm going through a breakdown. <laughs> like, oh, I should not have done that. It was about when we did D&D and it was like oh. when you had a DM and you pick Dungeon uh, Mass and you pick a, a stupid voice for cats and that cat keeps going because you were a big rival and someone mentioned this. Yeah, uh, yeah, Blumbro was your cat and his big rival was a character that I gave a Brooklyn accent to because I thought he was going to be in two episodes. I was like, that's fine, we're never going to have an added a Brooklyn accent for four years. <laughs> you know, the first time he died, you could have just been like, oh yeah, when you, when you die. I thought like you were Doctor yeah. Who when you changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah he regenerated he, and lost his accent. Yeah. I should have done that. It's just his accent that changes nothing. <laughs> he doesn't even get taller or small. He just changes that. Oh, that would be horrific. Best of today. But sorry. <laughs> Uh, kind of back going on to my last question and so just um, thinking about the whole journey and just everything that's gone on so far just um, what's been like the biggest lesson you've learned from all this whether that's something quite simple or something quite broad just I'd just like to hear you know what's, what's been the big lessons don't talk to strangers 
<laughs> well, that's kind of the opposite of what you said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't, don't do it, guys, it's ruined me. I must admit, I'm surprised by that. <laughs> okay, that's the end of the episode. No. No, jo- joking aside, and genuinely for legal reasons, that is a joke. <laughs> Yeah, I think the biggest lesson, in all seriousness, if I could get sappy for a moment, is like being able to put yourself out there. Mm. Being able to have the confidence to say, I want to create something. I want to make my mark on time, I suppose, if you want to be very grand. But, you know, <laughs> like I want to put my stamp on like this corner of the internet. And, you know, you're not always going to get that. You're not always going to get a huge return on that if that makes sense you're not going to get people who are always going to be like oh we love it oh you're an overnight success and everything and I think the biggest lesson is that's okay you know it it sounds weird to say but that is genuinely okay if you're not getting the numbers like one day but you get them another day that's fine just keep building on that and being able to do the podcast because the podcast I feel is a bit more personal yeah you know at least with streaming and with twitch you can be a bit more detached you can be like haha funny game haha big the cat (laughs) you know you can hide yourself behind that and you can obviously decide how much you want to put forward to yourself whereas with the podcast I feel as a more and more well the more it goes on the more personal I've become and obviously not oversharing or anything no, but to a reasonable degree yeah. yeah and as you talk about certain topics as well you've talked about various emotional episodes and stuff and that, that you have to bring out mm-hmm. your personal side as well because I mean even if you look at some of the recent episodes like there was one episode I talked about with a particular friend and we discussed a it's not the anime you would actually think you would bring up these kind of serious topics but it was an anime called Love Chinebu and Other Delusions and it's basically about a slice of life romance anime you know it's very light hearted yep. it's quite cutesy and everything but there's a lot of serious like kind of hidden moments there and the friend who I did the podcast episode with he was like myself you know he was going through a difficult time and mm. Uh, I won't you know, obviously give too much away in this one seriously like I would recommend you listen to the episode yourself to hear the full story itself because I don't want to undersell it by abridging it and being like oh, yeah, yeah bad time yeah. but he was going through this really bad time and he found like comfort in this anime it's amazing as well especially like going back to the interviews when you hear people going through these experiences, being able to open themselves up, you know, kind of realising as well that you're not alone. Because you do see people who are really, really successful on Twitch and everything. And that gives you an inferiority complex. Mm. Like, I kind of feel bad. I have to admit, I do feel bad when I put up, oh, I've reached like 3k views, I've reached 4k views. And I'm doing that in a way to kind of show myself how much progress I've made from the very beginning, where I was only getting like two, three people watching on Twitch. And I don't mean to make others feel bad about that who aren't reaching those levels. And then, of course, they start feeling bad. They go, oh, why is this guy getting 4K and I'm not getting 4K? I don't mean to say anyone sounds like that. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like... You had issues once as well. Exactly, yeah. Because I even looked at people with envious eyes being like, why have you got the views? And, you know, it's a horrible mindset to have. It's genuinely one of the worst to think, oh, I deserve this, mm. but they don't kind of thing. Like, that's one of the things, especially on Twitch, you know, where people say streamer X only gets, you know, yeah, these views yeah, yeah. because of this, or they only get views because of that. You know, obviously not going into specifics, but you'll, you'll know what I mean. And you think that isn't the case at all because everyone has different demographics. They have different interests. It's a world of, what, seven? 
billion people. Yeah, we actually <laughs> just eight. crossed eight. Have we yes. just crossed eight? Oh, God. Okay, this is the celebration of more. <laughs> two-year anniversary <laughs> slash reaching eight billion people. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. You know, there's eight billion people, and obviously every one of them isn't going to be listening to Chat Tsunami, but I'm really happy, though just that the way that a kind of mini community is cultivated around it and the fact that I've been able to provide that kind of safe space yeah. for people because that is one of the worries I have because I, I don't want to just be one of those generic oh come in we're, we're the cool kids and then you know like you want people to feel comfortable and kind of going back to something earlier I was talking about with the whole controversy thing and mm. people putting themselves out there and being boisterous one of the things I've learned is and again this sounds like a hallmark special i want people to kind of understand and know me as a person yeah. you know i don't want people to say oh look it's because obviously i go by satsunami and that's the personality i've chosen to adopt here at the same time it's like i want to be known for like you know my views and things on a particular topic whether it's movies whether it's games whatever i don't want to be pretending like i don't know nostalgia critic angry yeah, video yeah you're not there. playing a character yeah i'm not playing a character i'm playing myself and that might not be good in the short run which i, I feel as if a lot of people have seen mm. in the short run they'll see you as just a guy who is going out there or oh, a guy with another podcast oh, you know? <laughs> but at the same time you want to put your honest face forward if that yeah. makes sense you don't want to reveal too much but you want to show the world who you are what you think what you feel and at the end of the day maybe someone in the future is going to listen to that and go that's a neat podcast <laughs> but yeah no, I would just say that that that's what I've kind of learned just to have the confidence to put myself out there a bit more and maybe it hasn't translated over with some real life but it's getting there it's getting better but in terms of like online mm. interaction I definitely know more about what I'm doing more about networking saying the right things saying the wrong things and you're going to make mistakes you're going to like have downtime you're going to have like really horrible moments but yeah the real lesson is just keep going live and learn just yeah so what you're saying is live laugh learn no no, I didn't say that. Oh, I totally missed the point. No, I didn't. No, right, okay. <laughs> nah, okay. Well, technically, yes. <laughs> technically, technically, yes. yes. Technically, yes, but technically, get out. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I really that was really nice. Yeah, just obviously, then, any closing thoughts for the episode? Well, it's been two years, as we established very yep. thoroughly. And yeah, I just want to say like a huge thanks to a lot of people. First of all, I'm going to start with you because you're a master of here. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, I just, first of all, I just want to thank you for giving me both the confidence and the assurance as it were <laughs> for even when I was sitting there moaning saying no I don't know if I can do this and everything and you're just like get out there you <laughs> good <laughs> because first of all you know without you I wouldn't be twitch streaming I wouldn't have done the podcast I wouldn't really be here if it wasn't for you so yeah. thank you for that first of all it's been an absolute pleasure yeah. um, and it's been amazing to watch watch this journey so no. yeah. thank you of course the other person I have to thank is my very good co-host first of all Adam for keeping it alive as it <laughs> and also Andrew slash Green Shield as he likes to be known well he likes to be known as Andrew <laughs> it's like <laughs> the, the, the artist formerly known as Green Shield trying to get his bus to get changed been a nightmare man uh, it's, been, it's been back and forth um, mm. I, I've seen that driving license it's just like scored out so many times it's written on the back um, <laughs> and no jokes aside like both of them have been you know, amazing supports to say oh do you want to do episodes together do you want to do this or that and 
It's been a laugh because at the same time, kind of quickly linking back to what you were saying before, podcasting has made me realise that it's not just about pumping out content, but mm. at the same time, it's doing it with your friends. Yeah. You know, it's able to come together to be able to say, you know, we're having a good time together. We're chatting about things. You know, it's basically things that you and I chat about, but yeah. they don't record. And you know that way you get a lot of people like who say, oh, our conversation would be hilarious if we recorded it. And it's like, yeah, it probably would. So slap a mic on and get it there. <laughs> but the other people I would like to thank, first of all, all the streamer spotlight people, they have been absolutely fantastic. Some of my favourite episodes that have come out of that to all of the other podcasts that have been supportive. I mean, there's too many to list, as I said. There's Cast and Views, Review It Yourself, Nerd Nostalgic Podcast, then Beer and Chill, haha. Did you one? Honestly, like, there'll be, there's so many, like, I can list them all. <laughs> Video Game Club Podcast, like, honestly, there's just so many that I could, like, sit here and list. But if you, if you just look at the people I interact with on Twitter, you'll probably see them. <laughs> and honestly, yeah, to everyone who has just really been supportive, yeah, no, they've been absolutely absolutely like rocks and trying to promote <laughs> okay. and of course I'd be a miss not to thank you know, obviously my partner and uh, well at the time you'll be listening to this my dog has indeed ceased barking <laughs> if you listen to the outtake probably <laughs> so I'd like to thank her for the poor dog for being quiet <laughs> but no yeah like, I feel this is a very long-winded Oscar speech for Jane most importantly the person I do want to thank as well is of course the lovely listeners at home which I, I always say I always say and I'm getting the thumbs up <laughs> <laughs> jokes aside yeah. you know obviously without the listeners Chance and Hammy wouldn't be what it is today it wouldn't be it would just be you know me throwing out my opinions <laughs> on the internet it's a bit like it's a bit like you know one of those Twitter accounts that just have like two followers oh, and they've got like no profile million, picture yeah, <laughs> millions of tweets coming out and they're like this is going to be the zinger that's going to make me famous and terrifying. it's like and you look through it and you're like this has no likes there's nothing more terrifying than that account yeah <laughs> when that account pops up on your time yeah. like, oh, oh no I feel nothing like this man <laughs> yeah. it's even worse when they like your post and you're like oh no <laughs> the end is near but no in all seriousness the fact that you guys are supporting me and not, not just me but supporting you know everybody else that comes on the fact you're supporting all of my friends in particular you know whether it's of course you or Adam or Andrew or anybody who really collaborate so without you guys it wouldn't be the same as it is now so yeah thank you very much and yeah once again Craigie C thank you so much for coming on grilling me yeah, it's, been, it's been a pleasure thank you very much for having me yeah it's been great have you got any final comments uh, as long as I don't have to close this episode because I was interviewing you I don't, I don't know no 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 okay that's, that's great um, back to you no, I'm, I'm happy I really enjoyed that thank you for having me on and as always thank you all so so much for listening to our two year anniversary episode of Chat Tsunami so <laughs> So if you would like to hear more of our episodes, if you'd like to hear our 50th episode's milestone, if you'd like to hear our one year anniversary, our 100th episode even, then you can check that out on our website, podpage.com forward slash chatsandami. And if you want to listen to it on your handy dandy podcast apps, you can check it out on Spotify, iTunes, and yeah, really any good podcast app. Just look for the name Chatsandami and we will see you there. But until then, after two years, stay safe. Stay awesome, stay hydrated, and as you would close it out, stay classy and have a banana. <laughs> 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 Bye, guys.